Looking for your next spot out with family or friends? Whether you're on the east side, downtown, in Fitchburg, or at Hilldale, you're sure to enjoy one of Madison's favorite traditions. Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company, Madison's home for craft beer and pub food since 1994. Sports Center updates on 100.5 ESPN are brought to you by Metro Kia of Madison, home of the 20-year, 200,000-mile warranty. We want to see you at Metro Kia. Visit Metro Kia on the east side today. Are you ready for the Thursday night drive? This is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive, presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. With former Badgers Rose Bowl champions Tarek Sala and Derek Engler, here's Jim Rutledge. Welcome into Metro Kia's Monday Night Drive on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. Also brought to you by Coors Light. We'll be enjoying Coors Light here for the next hour as we'll take you up to basically when Monday Night Football gets rolling. Uh, The Bears take on the Vikings. The Chicago Bears, one of those teams that have been kind of ravaged with COVID. There's a football game on right now. Uh, Tarek Sala, all-time leader in sacks. We're live from the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios. I'm Jim Rutledge. Alex G on the other side of the glass. And the Raiders and the Browns are playing right now. The Browns are playing today, and then they're playing, uh, I think, on Saturday. Is that going to come back again and play on Christmas Eve uh, or Christmas Day? Very short turnaround for them. And I guess... Yeah, they had a late just, start here. Yeah. There's this, a, they this, came out... I mean, the COVID's killing them, I guess. Yep. Now, I guess you can make a case that, oh, wow, what a catch there if that would count. Yeah. Yeah, he's a heck of a player. And uh, the Browns are coming out and fighting, though. That's the thing about the NFL. You can't really move these games. The NBA can has some leeway. You can move some things around. There's enough games. If you really had to miss one, you could figure out a way to get around it. In the NFL, you can't do that. So they're figuring out ways to get it done. And we'll get to the Packers in a second here. But one of the new rules out there now is that if you're a vaccinated player and you test, or excuse me, and you are, that's not going to count. But if you're it, a vaccinated toe is down. We'll see. Hopefully it does. But if you're a vaccinated player and you're asymptomatic, that means you don't have symptoms, they're not going to test you anymore. And so you're only getting tested if you're unvaccinated, you're going to get tested regularly, or if you're a vaccinated player with symptoms. So they are going to rely on the players to be uh, up front, which I don't see why they why they want. But, um, I mean, I get it. But I, mean, I love it if I was vaccinated. Yes. I'm like, I, I'm, I'll never be sick. Hey, I'm fine. Life's, life's full li- yeah, life's full of choices. And if you choose not to get vaccinated, you can get tested every day. And if you are yeah. vaccinated, you get to have it a little bit easier. Yeah, whether I agree with whatever policy, I'm just saying, you know, as a vaccinated player, yeah, I could. That's what I'm saying. I but could, the, I weather the storm in the NFL. That's their policy. So, so yeah, you got to live by the policy. Everyone's everyone's playing by the same set of rules. Everyone's got their choice to make. Well, look, we're in the we're in the tail end of the season here in the fourth quarter. Everybody's playing hurt. Everybody's playing games on top of games. Yep. And now you got to make a decision. You know, if, if are you. Are you going to make the playoffs? You're going to make the look. The Browns. Everything's on the line right now, and they're playing like it's not. But I guess, well, now they are. They're playing better. Here yeah, but go. the Browns are missing. A, yeah, missing a lot of guys, including their starting quarterback. But Amen. look at this. They go get a touchdown. There you go. And so, uh, it's I don't a, want Joe Thomas to get mad at me. You know, it's part of the. It's just part of the landscape now. Green Bay missed their starting quarterback. 
Like I said, tonight Chicago's missing a ton of players. It's one of those things where hopefully these teams kind of get through this burst because it's a small it's a burst going across the entire country. But in the NFL, it's a smaller group of people. So hopefully these teams can deal with this before the playoffs come through and there's not some sort of massive outbreak in the playoffs. That'll make things a lot harder and a lot more difficult to to tolerate because to the Ravens game. The Ravens we're down to I think four healthy corners and two of those guys are practice squads when they when they practice squad players when they played the Packers. But the Ravens are and obviously Lamar Jackson missed the game with an ankle injury. The Ravens yeah, we we, were, we lost Kenny Clark. What's any yes. status on him? Uh no, but I'm sure he'll be like it'd be shocking if he's not back by the yeah. next game because we, we the felt the protocols. That, yeah, oh absolutely. And the Ravens are missing their best players. So everyone misses guys. The Ravens went out there and I just I'll say this and we'll if the Packers Sometimes you got to win these games. The Tampa went out late an egg. New Orleans has got Tampa's number. They always have, and they had the Green, the Packers number as well earlier this year. And they have, uh, and then obviously the Detroit Lions shutting out Arizona. Oh yeah, the 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 Saints have a four zero record in the regular season against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I don't know what it is that they're doing in in New Orleans, but they've got Tom Brady figured out, and it's fantastic. And uh, lucky for uh, Tom Brady that well maybe the Saints make it, but uh, they're usually not in the playoffs to to make it cause a problem for for Tom Brady yeah. there. Well, they have a problem with injuries right now. Evans, Galladay, yep, uh, Fournette. Godwin's out for the year now. Leonard Leonard Fournette's got a hamstring. Yep, there's a lot of yep. And, and look, the Packers have Packers aren't clean healthy. I mean, Bakhtiari's still not back. He's practicing some. So, but well, they got Alexander, maybe Zadarius. Yep. I mean, but that's the, my whole point is everyone's hurt. Yeah. yeah, everyone hurt. We don't know for sure. And actually, I'll start. I want to get to this, Tark. I, I've kind of thrown it out there that it'll be easier, I think, the Packers to plug in Bakhtiari than maybe Jair because right now Joe Barry's calling a lot of great defenses. But when you get some of the star players back, some of the things you called that maybe had worked because you felt you didn't trust your players, well, now you might be trusting your players and that might – it might work, but it might not. Like it's, it does change the complexion of the defense when you're getting players back. It's good in the long term, but for a game, it could cause an issue for one game as you try to figure out how to call that game when you have these other well, players look, in there. When you're you're playing left tackle and you're you obviously one of the best in the game, you have a like a five yard span that you got to. Oh yeah, left tackle you can plug you, him in. There. Yeah, yeah, you know, Jair's got to like run backwards. It's the hardest position in football, really, um, to run backwards. While one guy is running four three. Yep, is running on you. It's, I don't know how you coach it. I don't know much about it. I mean, like, I don't know if anybody does. No, just certain people have the, you know, that innate ability to be able to defend. So, yes, to your point, Alexander's gonna, you know, he. It all depends. Is he a hundred percent? If or, you know, if he's seventy five. What's that conditioning? Because yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things go into it. Are, are you strong enough to make the cuts and make the turns? Then you know, how's your conditioning? You know, I I, I think I think from a the defense standpoint, he knows it well enough, yeah. and and if he's healthy, I think he'll be fine. Uh, you know, that first game is going to be tough, but uh, I mean, he he'll that secondary has grown. Yep. They've improved with him. They're legit, and if they have Kenny there at the the point, which critically missed him. I mean, man, that guy is so good, and and they got exposed a little bit, but with him in the lineup, I think uh, I think they're fine. Uh, yeah, and I agree with Good. you. This is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive, brought to you in part by Ruth's Chris Steakhouse in Middleton. If you are missing any today's show, you can go back and listen uh, to the podcast feed brought to you by Lee and the crew over there at Ruth's Chris Steakhouse in Middleton. Look, number 12. Yeah. Best quarterback in the game right now. Yep. Best quarterback in the game. 
Um, you know, I saw something on Twitter about this is a tangent, but we're talking about John Taylor, best running back in the game. Yeah. And like someone someone made that comment and they're like, Well, you know, Henry over the last three years, blah, 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 blah. Who ca- listen, this is what have you done for me lately? Yeah. Best quarterback in the league. Now, is is a Rodgers, you know, over time the you know, the Mahomes probably, you know, but right today, twelve is the best. And I dude, he's walking on water, man. His feet, you know, they do a great job of showing yeah. his feet. And it's just so fluid. And he he's like toying with everybody. He's just he's just having fun. I mean, it's this is special, special time to watch football and to watch Aaron Rodgers play. whatever you think of him otherwise is is whatever that is. But him playing is I don't know if there's guys guy who played better than this. I mean, it's it's impressive. He is playing fantastic, un- unquestionably. And I know ult- it's hard as a Bears fan to admit that. But. No, it's not. I mean, it's harder for me. It's harder for me to buy Rashawn Gary, who hasn't had a sack in a few weeks, than is like Aaron Rodgers is unquestionably great. Yeah, un- Devontae Adams unquestionably great. Rash- can- Rashawn Gary's got to make a decision. I mean, he, we've had a lot of guys like this, right? Unbelievable talent, just just misses. You know, he makes one great play, one bad play. And then you got to, you know, cost-benefit analysis at the end of the game and see how, how many plays does he kill you. When he goes inside and loses contain, you know, they just beat you up. The whole field's open. Um, it He could be a Hall of Famer if he hones it in a little bit. I, I mean, it. he's that good. He is. He reminds me over and over again of, of Leonard Floyd, who played with the Bears now at the Rams. He'd have some seasons with double-digit sacks, some seasons less. Had a ton of athletic ability. Never put the whole thing together, but still a really good player. A guy who yeah. I, I played with a guy named Lamar Lathan. Lamar I remember, Lathan. Yeah, I remember Lamar. Yeah, he's six four, two sixty five, chiseled, mm-hmm. greatest athlete like I ever seen. Yeah, I mean ran four three, mm-hmm. two sixty five. That I mean you could play in any era, any time. He's as fast as like almost like Bo Jackson. Yeah, um, but every now and then he made a mistake. He had a great heart. He had great passion. But then he make he make a game changing play, so he was worth worth being in there. But I think the difference between him being a Hall of Famer and just being he was a Pro Bowler a couple times um, is a mat. You know, it's just the details, game of inches. This is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive, uh, presented by Coors Light. It is a game of inches. There's a player for Cleveland, uh, 55, who's now hurt. Uh, he looks pretty upset. One of those non-contact injuries is always Achilles. concerning. Yeah, because he's getting carted off too. But hopefully, it's not that. We did see, uh, I believe, and that was it. Aaron Jones looked really upset and came out with just an MCL injury. Kind of goes what Godwin for the Tampa. They thought MCL turned out to be an ACL. So you never really Jeez. know until you get in there to to see what's that, going on. Tampa's, you know. Oh yeah. They might be done. They might. Now the it's it's weird. So Tampa looks like they've been killing it though. I mean, they where's AB at? What's his deal? Now he's back now because he served a suspension. God, it's like he wants to just take some time off to relax during the season. Well, and then, then he, he could hit his stride. He wasn't it, trying to get caught for having a fake vaccine card, but yeah, I know what you're saying. I mean, not trying, but yeah. like, come on. Yeah, it was his personal chef, I believe, that turned him in accidentally. I believe on like social, like indicated that. He did not have. Dude, that guy's just like a like a tornado of chaos. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, he just continues to have trouble. But you know what? If he comes back and plays well, you know, and if Evans comes back, then they got a chance. I know they got another slot receiver they could deal yep. with. Yep. Um, but they're going to need AB, man. Oh, absolutely. And 
the Rams all of a sudden now look like they've found a little bit of a stride. So sometimes these teams come and go. It's um, it's hard to figure out who will be there in the end, but unquestionably I'd be shocked if the Packers are not playing in the NFC Championship game. And I will say that I do think that the road this year could be tougher because I do think the Rams and Zona and Tampa are all better teams than they were last year. Dude, we are significantly better. Yes. Significantly better. Our defense is playing better but at a, at a different level. I, You know, take the Ravens game out of it. I mean, they did what they had to do at the end of the game to win. But when they have... Well, I mean, they gave up 14 points in the fourth quarter, but they made the one play. Yeah. But they don't, they don't you know, with, with Kenny in the game... That makes a difference, absolutely. It's the whole run game. Yep. It's everything. Yep. So with him, with him in the game, they're they're really good. Campbell at linebacker, and if if Zedarius comes back, unbelievable. Alexander comes back. I mean, they're going to be they're in poised, good shape. They're yep. poised to be there. Uh, this is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive, presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN, ESPN app, and Wisconsin on the Man. Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN, ESPN Up, and Wisconsin on demand. Jim Rutledge with you live from the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios with Tarek Sala and Alex G. Got you for an hour here tonight. What up? And talked a lot of Packers there in the first segment here. And when you look around the rest of the league here, it's hard to figure out, and we can talk about it now, as far as on the AFC side of things, Tarek, who... Who's a real contender? Who pretender, for lack of a better word? Who's like kind of middle of the road? It's hard to figure out who's going to come out of the AFC. Yeah, Ravens are a good football team. When they get uh, Lamar back, you know that could be a different feel to it. You know, you don't know how it breaks out then. The Chiefs have been on a on a roll, so that could be a difference maker for them. When you look at overall, you got New England and Buffalo at the top of the East. I mean, New England is great, but no rookie quarterback has ever won a Super Bowl. They're well, hard. They, they better wake up. I mean, obviously, Belichick's. Gonna, yeah. Yeah. You know, after JT went off, and, and, you know, can we hit on J- the Colts? I mean, yeah. Well, that's why that's what I'm trying to get into here is that um, you got Cincinnati at eight and six, Indianapolis at eight and six. It really feels like the Chiefs are looking again like the cream of the crop in the AFC, but. Indianapolis, and that's what I want to talk about, they get just enough out of Carson Wentz, and JT, I think, is the MVP of the league so far. Well, man, it's so so crazy. I mean, to think about that, I I was texting you, I had goosebumps. Just, yeah. You know, I, I didn't get to watch the game, but I'd get to watch some of the highlights. I mean, he, you know, having two or three guys in key positions to make the tackle on him, and he just, I mean, basically cuts and runs, runs past him. I mean, and then you can't catch him. What is he, 20, 23? I thought I heard 23 miles an hour. Yep. That's that he, what he kind of clocked was, at. Like 22.9 or something Woo-hoo. like that. Yeah. Yeah. He could. I mean, and that's like Tyree Hill, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
And I do see some people saying, oh, I can't believe how, you know, people said he wasn't fast. I think two things can be true, that he wasn't fast when he enough when he got here, but he got faster. Like, both can be true. He works really hard. I think sometimes Dude, the work people, ethic... People don't know. They're ignorant. Yeah. They, they just don't know. I mean, he, he's always been fast. Yeah. But, I mean, even if he was 20 miles per hour, eight, that's pretty fast. But these guys put in a lot of work. Taylor put in a lot of work. You can get faster. And I think he. All, I think it's a combination yeah. of both things. Dude, he, his teammates love him. Yeah. He, 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 you know, he doesn't take all the credit. Spreads it around. Oh, yeah. He's a great, great dude. It, that's why that's he's got the Hall of Fame personality. He does. You know, guys, he could bring people together. He puts the work in. Yep. He's fantastic. I'm so proud of a Badger. Yeah. You know, this is awesome. And you got Carson Wentz, 5 of 12, but that's all. They didn't need anything. Taylor carried the whole team. Uh, and that's, you know, pretty it, – it's fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, well, Denver's not a competitor, but we're talking about people that are easy to root for and like. I mean, what Melvin's been doing out in Denver, again, touchdown machine. He had three touchdowns the other week. Yeah. But he's up to it. I believe his contract's up, right? Yeah, he's got seven touchdowns this year and 769 yards uh, overall. So he's been a beast. I mean, Melvin but, just always getting touchdowns. To talk about, like, culture, you know, and you hit on uh, Baltimore, right? Yeah. And, and Ozzie Newsome, what he does along with Harbaugh. Yep. But, you know, the Colts, right? Chris Ballard, former yep. Badger, yep. played football here. You know, what they built there... You know, I th- I think that Bill Polian still has cast a shadow, even though he's not part of the organization anymore. But they continue to do that. And you know, the Ursay family, for as dysfunctional as Jim was, mm-hmm. I think he he's really gotten it together. Yeah, and I think he, he does a great job with a lot of different things. Also, mental health uh, stigmas like is a big part of his charity, and he's got himself on the right page. And his his kids are running the organization really well with him. And then Chris Ballard's doing his job. Mm-hmm. And then Frank Reich, I believe is the head coach, yep. right? Yep. I mean, they just have the, the right culture. And then what they did is they matched up against the Patriots, who are hard-nosed, physical, you know, run-stopping, yep. running team on both sides of the ball. Yep. And they, they beat them with their own game, which is, you know, that, that sets the tone for the playoffs. It does. And then Belichick's going to have to circle the wagons. I, I, they'll be fine. And I think Mac, Mac uh, Jones will be fine. But to your point, yeah, he, he is a rookie, but uh, you know he's doing pretty good, man. He came he came back in that game, came back and scored some touchdowns, yep. and uh, you know showed that he's he's the man. He's got the best situation of any rookie quarterback in a long time. I mean, rookie quarterbacks don't get to play. Russ got to do it with Seattle. Rookie quarterbacks go to usually pretty trash Can organizations. I ask you a question? Yeah, yeah, great organization, but what talent do they have? I mean, they have good talent. Well, they've they're they're a talented. They're good. Team. They're yeah. good. But it's not but, just talent. It's the play call. Like McDaniel's yeah, yeah. been calling no, the same I, I, yeah, system. The structure. The yeah. offensive line is good. Like he, you can see plenty of photos. He stands back there, clean pocket. Like they that, they know it. As you talked about, yeah. they're a run team. They run the football. They give them a clean pocket, and they know that system. And they're not asking them to do a lot. They're asking them make the make the easy read, make the easy. Yeah, throw. but generally speaking, in the NFL, like yeah, a lot of times it's like, hey, we've got Antonio Brown over here. Yep. And we got Jerry Rice over here, and we got whoever you want in the backfield. Yep. You know, another Hall of Famer. Yep. And then, yeah, you go ahead and do it. And, you know, most of the time they don't have the right, you know, they still have people rushing them. And the, yep. it, you know, they try and buy the players. Yep. And they don't have the culture. And, yep. the, and, the, and the Patriots do, and they have the right coaching and all those things going on. And the right schemes and the right, I mean, they run. I mean, there's, they, a, they, there's a lot to that. Yeah. But, you know, that even at that, though, the, the quarterback still. 
I mean, there's a lot of rookie quarterbacks that just can't do it, even with all the right things in, yep. in play. So, it just—I'm not saying Mac is. You've been—he's a system QB this year. You kind of walked the line with him a little bit. Your feelings on him? Well, no. I, what do you? I, I what think do you, he's better. You, I think he's a potential franchise like top five quarterback in the no, NFL. I, I think he's a potential, which is not like look look at all the other yeah. rookie quarterbacks. I mean, there's they're, they're not, it's not apples to apples. He's, He's better than all of them, but not in like not in deep throws, not in deep throw percentages, not in big play percentages, not in any of those sort of things. Well, what he's winning completions. He's going on a team that is loaded. I think he's going to be a good NFL quarterback. I think he'll be a top five quarterback. I, I said think you're nuts, but I think he could be a Flacco type where you build a good team around him. He can go out and win. You could go win I think with him. Way better than Flacco. Flacco's stiff. This guy's know. stiff. No, um, yeah. Uh, I don't know what your love is for Mac. Zach Wilson's a disaster. Um, I mean, he is traditional statistics, advanced analytics, everything. He's missing guys. Those who analyze the film and that Max, they don't even cons- Max a different. Bert, he's got an office, awesome offensive line, great play calling. Like it's a different animal for for Mac. It's very similar to like Russ one and two. Of yeah. like, it's just different. As team has a lot of. The defense is good. The whole organization is good. Like, everything's different. But Zach, like he's missing wide open receivers. He's not. Progressing in his reads, he's still not learning. He's making the same mistakes in week one as he made in week three. Trevor Lawrence and Fields are two guys that, when the and I'm not the one that does it. When people watch the film, they go, "No, this guy, he's making, you know, progressions. Progress. Yeah, he's, and he's he's doing what they're supposed to do. And they're and throwing they're... the ball down. They're not checking down all the time. They're throwing the ball down the field when they're supposed to throw the ball down the field. And both those guys are in nightmare scenarios. Actually, Lawrence worse than Fields. Fields' quarter, uh, head coaches can get fired along with the OCO, everyone there. And Trevor Lawrence, his coach has already been fired. Is Bevel the... uh, Yeah, he's that coach. coach? It's awesome. Yeah, but not great for Trevor Lawrence. No. Because he's going to have three... He's going to have his third head coach by the time... By the start of his second year in the NFL. Yeah, that's tough. Those guys, you know, getting thrown in like Zach Wilson did, that's just unfortunate. That's Yeah, and... And those guys like Rosen and I don't know the other guy, Donald. Yeah. You know, and Donald's still, is he still? No, Sam Darnold, he's with Carolina. Yeah, but is he starting? Nope. They these, moved to Cam. You know, these guys, they need time to develop, but the, the NFL doesn't have time for that. Nope. You know, Mariota, yep. right? Could be a good quarterback, but no time. We can't, We he, there's, only, there's only one football, right? Yep. And even during practice, you, don't, you know, they, they have to focus and concentrate and put all their all their coaching in the one player and you don't have time to babysit the other guy. And you know the, the backups like Fitzpatrick and these other guys that they hang around too. Yep. You know, it takes them like 8 years to get to the point where they could be serviceable. Yep. I mean, it's just a difficult position and uh you know, you pay all this money up front, you draft a guy and your bears, man. They got to keep, you know, potentially, you know, we'll see what happens. He's got all the tools. But if they don't have the patience to develop him, you know, it could be another deal. Maybe that's just the Bears are destined to screw up every year. I think you're really early on fields. Most people really sure. like him. No, I, I yeah. like him. Yeah. The, the, but if you don't if you don't give him the right tools, if you don't throw, set up the yeah. infrastructure, yep. he might struggle over the next three years. Yep. And then and this guy will be fired. Yeah. Out. And then he'll be a journeyman quarterback. And then maybe like he hits a team and be like, oh, we knew this. Yep. Well, and to your point, I, I mean. Trubisky could end up getting a shot next year. Someone says, "Hey, we'll hike, we'll take him to be our starter while we wait for a rookie to develop." That sort of stuff. You could see someone doing that. The Jets might say, "Let's bring Mitch in and 
But also, I think Mitch would be terrible in a market like New York. Mitch would do better in somewhere Mitch Jacksonville. Trubisky, uh, Trubisky, yeah. okay. Like, give him somewhere where he doesn't have to be on the spotlight. Everyone's got their own little things. Uh, you're right, though. Fields, the Bears have to get this higher right, or mm-hmm. then Fields is very likely to fail. So, here, you get like Heineke and Minshew, right? Those guys, yeah. Yeah. they show, you know, sparks. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, you know, like. But, the, but that goes back to the classic scheming for that. They're great backups, but as soon as a head coach knows that this is their defensive coordinator yeah. knows this is the guy, you eat that stuff alive. I mean, you saw it. Look at the, I mean, bad offensive play calling. Look at the Bears um, against the Packers. All they did is ran hitches. And what did Douglas do? He sat on and grabbed it. They ran hitches. They never hitched and went. I mean, mm-hmm. bad play calling there. I mean, at what point are you going to actually hitch and go? They never did because it's bad play calling there. They didn't make halftime adjustments, to, according to the people that I talked to. They just ran out the same offense. So how is that helping anyone? Uh, and so, and I'm sure that like, I'm sure Urban Meyer. I'm sure the story is coming out of uh, Jacksonville. Like, what do you do for Lawrence when who's coaching this guy? I mean, I love. I mean, Bevel by all accounts is a. Even though Urban Meyer apparently thinks he's a loser, um, everyone else seems to like Daryl Bevel. He gets lots of jobs and does a good job. Yeah, he, he knows what he's doing. Oh, absolutely. I mean, what do you think of the before? Oh, we'll, is we're going to on a defensive this. coach though. Yeah, but yeah, like so. What does he know about the offense? What do you think about how this whole urban you you missed the show on Thursday? How this all played out because it's a it's a coaching style that doesn't really exist anymore, and really hard to exist in the NFL of just belittling or belittling, belittling but also uh, coaching with fear, fear. physically it's assaulted fear. a player, uh, but also his assistants. These are grown men. I mean, they're all grown men in the NFL, but. Uh, the assistant coaches, he said they're all losers, and show him his resume and tell me why you're not a loser, that kind of stuff. You hired him, Urban. Yeah. Like, well, that, I mean, that he, he made his bet. Look, he's not at Florida. He's not somewhere where they could protect him. You know, and these are grown men. You know, it, it, this this it shouldn't happen anywhere like right. that. Yeah. And it, it, look, there's a difference between having some fear, like, and being tough, but, you know, ha- showing you care a little bit. Disrespectful and Yeah, tough, but being, yeah. being like, you, you don't have any care. You got to have care to be able to yell at someone because they can handle it because they know you care. Right. And that, you know, we, we get yelled at under Coach Alvarez and the whole staff. We get yelled at, and there's a lot of tough, tough talk. And there's a little bit of, they call you out. Yeah. And you might feel, quote unquote, disrespected. But I think in the end, they cared about you yep. as, a, as a player, as a student, as a person, that they could bring it back. You got to bring it back. Derek talks about it a lot. You got to bring him back, if, you know, especially with people that you know. Certain players are a little more sensitive. And he, after practice, you go up in the film room, yep. you show the film, and you go, "Here's why I was hard on you." And then you bring it back. But you know, when you're entitled, like yep. Urban is, he's just going to give you, you know, he's going to disrespect you, not give it back because he doesn't care about right, you. Right? Because that care and factor that, and that prof- proliferates throughout the. The program. I think that care factor franchise. makes the players feel also respected. Of like, okay, yeah, call me out on the field. We went over it in the in the in the film room, and then you gave me the just amount as much love as you gave me crap yeah. for when I screwed up. Look, All right, we're we're square. This you, is leadership one hundred and one. You you know you got to create an environment where you could, you could take feedback as a yep. head coach, and you could give it. Okay, and then you process information, and then you move forward. Feedback process, and you move forward. If you can't do that, you can't be a coach. And clearly, Urban's struggling with that, and that's pretty much why he failed. And a lot of coaches can't move to other levels yep. because they can't manage that. This is Metro Kia's Monday Night Drive, 100.5 ESPN, ESPN App, and Wisconsin on the man. 
and blowing up bushels of fun. Welcome back to Metro Kia's Monday Night Drive, presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN, ESPN App and Wisconsin On Demand. If you missed any of today's show, it's available Wisconsin On Demand. Brought to you in part by Ruth's Chris Steakhouse in Middleton. Sizzle, swizzle, and swirl happy hour seven days a week at that horseshoe bar. Stop in, pick Dude, up a gift card, take a family epic out. Epic place. I was at a uh, holiday party there, and it was the service was off the charts. The food was fantastic. Um, Lee and his team are awesome, so I just can't say enough about them. 100% agree with all of that. We need to be there. Well, yes. we got to get a couple. we got to get out there again. Yeah, shows. absolutely. And we're talking about, well, we were talking about the NFL, the Packers, and the Super Bowl aspirations of the Packers, but I, we've been remiss. We've gotten somehow three segments into the show, didn't talk about women's volleyball. Dude. I know you got some some kids that play volleyball, some girls who play volleyball in the Tar Sala God. household. And I mean, just as a casual fan, I'll set up here. Back in the day when I was at Florida Atlantic University in college, I used to cover the, the women's volleyball team, and they were fun to cover. Nowhere close to as as good as this group, but just a, a fun, uh, enjoyable group to cover. They always enjoyed the sport. They loved playing it, and it just was different than you see of college football, college basketball. And the volleyball, one, they're so good, and they're so fun to watch. They look like they're having so much fun. It was one of the most enjoyable experiences I've had in years watching sports. Well, first of all, Kelly Sheffield does a great job as head coach. She set the tone. He built the franchise, the the, the program. And I, with that, and I'm not into this, but everyone pointed out, because everyone keeps on saying this, basketball and football needs to talk to Kelly, because Kelly's one hell of a recruiter. Those who are in the know there say so that this team brings in the best players that fit the program well, you, in the country. You talk about process and feedback, and, and you know, I, I was stuck on a tarmac once with him, you know, for an hour, and we talked about leadership, and we talked about process, communication, you know, all those things, giving feedback, taking feedback, and, you know, and, and, and paying the price for success and doing these things that you need to do. And, you know, I think he does a great job with communication, and he has that, he is the exact opposite of Urban Meyer, um, you know, he does not coach with fear. You know, he coaches out of care, but that, he does, that doesn't mean he sacrifices discipline and no, toughness yeah. and, you know, doing the right thing and, you know, on and off the field. He does all the right things. Volleyball itself, you know, I've watched my daughters play and it's, it's the, I believe, the top three spectator sports. Uh, you know, it's I think a lot I think, of fun. I agree I think with you. Football, hockey, volleyball, I'm not saying that order, you know, depending on what you're watching, when you're watching the Badgers, it's number one. Um, it's so exciting. They, it's so fast, you, and you, there's no sport where they have more joy. Yeah, out of collaborating, and you know what? And they always like, and you mess up, and you're still okay. Like in our sport, yes, <laughs> you mess up, you get pulled. They still, they all go like that. They, 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 like, they like tap their chest. They say, "My bad." Yep. And everybody comes together. And they give each other support, and then they go back at it. Well, I mean, and to that, we had on earlier today, I got to interview uh, Sydney Hilly, and that's one of the things I pointed out to her that she's yeah, a freshman? No, she's a fifth year senior. Fifth year, okay. And she was, we, shame kind on of, me. Yeah, we were talking about it, and I pointed that out of one, like the whole team's just loose on the, like they're, the girls were dancing, loose on the sidelines, kind of just vibing. Everyone was just feeling good. But also, yeah, good play, bad play. They all gathered together and, like, all right, good job, and then back out. I was like, it's just. Refreshing to watch because they are holding each other accountable. They are trying to be, but it's not this like high one mistake you're out or you yeah. think it was just like, all right, good job. It's funny. It's just sometimes, and I have uh, daughters as well. It's like uh, sometimes they maybe handle things a little, a little better than guys could have. Like, 
this team is the one that won a national championship. And oh, by the way, the women's team at Wisconsin hockey is one of national cha- multiple national championships as well. Uh, I mean, the coaches there and the and the kid and the girls and the women that they recruit, they know what they're doing. No doubt, no doubt. You know, and you know when you have that that right, you know, infrastructure, the 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 culture. Yeah. And then couple that with the school, which is one of the best schools in the country. Yep. I mean, they are the Alabama of volleyball. Yeah. And, and this this is just. You know, the quintessential win that's just going to keep them going. And, uh, I, you know, I know uh, Coach Sheffield is, continues to recruit and got great players coming in. And I can't believe that they're all like 6'8", six, 6'9". Six, uh, <laughs> but uh, that's, it's just amazing you, you, know, you find athletes like that. Um, that's, it's just awesome. Congratulations. The tallest women in Wisconsin. Yeah, and they're so athletic, too. I mean, they're so tall, but then they're skying up and spiking the ball everywhere. I mean, it's and they're in, like, isn't one of the girls from Europe or something or international? I, I think they have a few international players. I mean, this is a global. Yeah. Oh yeah. I believe one definitely team. from Canada. I think their their freshman who's like six nine is okay. from Canada. Uh, so they're they are so fun to watch. It was my wife was trying to watch with me, and you know, usually she'll talk with sports, and I was like, I I can't like it's nonstop. The points are happening all the time. That like football. You, you get thirty seconds and oh, forty five yeah. seconds in between plays and the whole thing. This is like no, I, I'm locked in. I can't. I can't miss anything. Well, I think you know the, the the athletes have to be resilient because the momentum is so critical. Yeah. And if you don't take advantage of that momentum, uh, you know those timeouts are, you know, fun suckers. Yeah. They just take take all the momentum out. And they use them appropriately and, yeah. they, and it helps. But um, you know, you can't. I don't think you get down because. You'll miss your opportunity to come back and catch yeah. that momentum. Yeah, and they they do. That's a great point. They did a good job of that because they came out flat a little bit early, uh, and then they they just turned it on and got the title, yeah. which is great. First in volleyball, first in Wisconsin history for volleyball. They've been to many Final Fours, but now they finally got it done, beating Nebraska for the third time this year. Which, which is, is hard to beat a team three times. Yeah, I don't never, care what sport happened. it is. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely a to hard the Big to do. Ten. The Big Ten is legit. Yeah, well, the, I I learned that the Nebraska coach used to coach at Wisconsin back in the day. So, uh, and, and you're right, Wisconsin gets one of the best recruiting classes. He you knows uh, he knows what he's doing, and it's it was a lot of fun to watch, and it was nice to see. I mean, we've seen the women's team come through too, but it's nice to see someone come through with the titles and get to that championship and. It was also fun just to see the whole, at least the whole part of the sporting fan state get behind them. Yeah. It was the most attended, according to ESPN, the most attended championship ever. And, uh, you know, so it's just Nebraska fans and Wisconsin fans are very passionate about it. But And that field house is special. You know, I, I went to a game several years ago there, but, you know, to watch them play there, um, you know, it's a hot ticket. You, you know, <laughs> it's the hottest ticket, you know. It, in in the Badger athletic program, I think right now to get um, it's a lot of fun. It doesn't take a long time to watch. No, and they they do a great job. So congratulations, and can't wait to see them next year. And I hope they enjoy this. I will right, we'll take a break here. We'll wrap up the show. This is Metro Kia's Monday Night Drive, presented by Coors Light, one hundred point five ESPN, ESPN app, and Wisconsin on the Man. Welcome back to Metro Kia's Monday Night Drive, presented by Coors Light, 100.5 ESPN, ESPN app, and Wisconsin on demand. Jim Rutledge with 
former Badger Tarksaw, Alex G, behind the glass, live from the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios. Ravens and Browns, I've been kind of watching on and off. It doesn't look like it's been a great football game, but it's a close football game. It's definitely entertaining. I mean, the Raiders. Raiders the Ra- and Browns. Oh, I say said Ravens. I'm sorry. I meant to I, say Raiders and Browns, but I did not. Yeah. yeah. No, they're, they're going back and forth. It's going to go down the wire probably, but I, I don't see the Browns covering. I don't even know what the points are, but I need them to cover. <laughs> a Browns fans probably want them to win. That's probably what they're concerned about. This, no, I mean, I'm a Browns fan too. I, that's what I thought. That's what I thought you'd be but playing. I, in my, pool, play for the my pool, I got them. I got them winning on you know with the spread. I got you. Let's go. Well, everyone's got their own fantasy football or betting, you know, uh, allegiances in each game there. So I, I get it. How about uh, when we look at the the Badger football side of things here and. I'm going to kind of put you in a position here. We don't have to talk about the recruits necessarily, because uh, I think honestly the biggest impact we're going to see from the Badgers this what a, an inter, well I can't do play by play, but an interception there from the Browns. I'm not sure what Carr was doing on that throw. He just seemed like effort. I'm going to go deep. I don't know if he thought he had a free play or what, because it was thrown well in the double coverage. Yeah, that I don't know, but it's good for the Browns. Let's go Badger football. A lot of fans are they're worried. Well, because they were 13th out of no, whatever not recruiting. The Big Ten? I'm not even talking recruiting. I'm saying okay. So, the pandemic year. Yep. They went 500. So yep. forget how many wins they have. 500 is below Wisconsin expectations. This last year, I would say below normal Wisconsin expectations, no matter what happens in the bowl game. So I think fans in general are getting antsy because they're spoiled, rightfully so. But from Barry to Brett, even Gary, a little bit into the first couple of years of Paul. There's been a higher standard of excellence here. Uh, then you can yeah. throw in the recruiting because things can go sideways quick. But forget that. They didn't have a lot of players. That could be why it's low. They did get some top-notch kids from the state of Wisconsin, including a defensive player from Sun Prairie. I think a four-star kid out of Sun Prairie. So that's great. Yeah. And they were last year they were like a top-20 recruiting class. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And Braylon so Allen. So they had less players this yeah. year. Yep. Braylon Allen reclassified. He would have been 2022. He classified to 2021. So okay. that's a guy that would be in this class. So Well, let's look at this year, right? Yeah. You, they should have beat Penn State, right? Would've There's a lot of shows. Yes, yes. We'll do. We got to do that. Okay. Right? Notre Dame. Notre Dame. They they could have beat. I mean, mm-hmm. when you hold them to like minus ten yards rushing, whatever yep. it was. Yep. Um, I believe Michigan was better team, and they deserved to win. There's. I don't think there's much we could do to beat them. Yep. But okay. So now, and we know the struggles, and it came down to the quarterback. Yep. This thing all comes down to the quarterback. I hate to do that, and you don't but like you to say put that, out one, but also one, like. If they didn't find, I know, I know this is like anything, but it also comes down to Braylon Allen saves the season. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, every year, you know, when we were good, you had Gordon, you had Monte Ball. What's that You had multiple guys. That was the well, thing. Like, I mean, we have them I mean, throughout history. I right. mean, but this year, there's one guy who was. Yeah, but you don't think Jonathan Taylor was the one guy that made everybody pretends like there was this, you know, great thing. Melvin Gordon. You know what no, I mean? No, Mont- Mel- now, the Melvin. The Melvin era was the end of it, but when they had Melvin, they had Corey Clement and James White, and you had all these other good players. Now it has, but, done, but you then it went to run, Taylor. But you only have one running back. You have one football. No, I'll okay? give you that Taylor. You, you those guys aren't playing receiver. Yep. Those guys aren't playing. You know, wherever tight end. So you know, you got a guy that gets you off the ball. They, they had one receiver. And those, you had Abadaris one year. You had the kid um, Erickson. Erickson. They well, who did we have? We didn't have anybody. We didn't, we didn't. We always have. We have a running back. We have a run game. We play stout defense, and that's the way we win. The Badgers what, what has like, changed. The Badgers have, have. I want someone to tell deeper. me. They've been wh- deeper. No, where? 
When they went to the Rose Bowl, deeper they had, at offensive line. When they went to the Rose maybe, Bowl, they maybe had, more senior laden. When they went to the Rose Bowl with Scott Tolzien, they had John Clay and Monte Ball. Yep. And who was the other? They, they, they one of the guy that got these are all running backs, right? But Just they also give me had a, give tra- me a receiver, Abadaris and Toon. Okay, Toon had more touchdowns than Abadaris. Toon had more catches Listen, than Abadaris. They're, they're very they're they're good and then players. Travis. They're uh, good players. Travis Beckham, good players. All guys got in the NFL. All guys who got to the NFL. None of these guys, maybe Jake. None of those wide receivers well, get in the NFL. We can't if we can't throw to them. We have no understanding if they could play in the NFL. These guys aren't even running routes because they don't think they're going to get the ball. That's fair. Okay, well, my, but I'm, I'm but asking. Jake's going to get the ball because he's you know he could weather five guys on him and he could back shoulder him and he's going to catch the ball. But the other guys, they just he can't throw the ball. He needs to throw the ball. He being Graham Mertz. Graham Mertz yep. needs to when he when we hey listen we went into Purdue and beat them. We beat Iowa at home. Yeah, right. We should have beat Penn State. I mean this team this team should have. Maybe had two losses. You no, when no. I say Minnesota, right? Yep. We were banged up. Minnesota was better, better prepared. Okay. If I, you know, that is one game. You know, you could maybe chalk it up to we just weren't ready. Well, Penn State it's frustrating. They kind of stink. They lost to Illinois at home, and the Badgers fumbled, literally fumbled the game I know, away. We should. We should. Yeah. We could have. Yeah. Anybody I mean, could have won that game. That one and the Minnesota ones, the ones that drive me insane. No, but 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 here's the you know, Minnesota was ready. Yeah, we weren't. That's bad. I know, but we. But here's well, the second part of that. We were so banged up. Yeah. Then that takes it all out because I just think they were so. Ba- I mean, Braylon Allen was he was on one leg before it started. Yeah. Then he yeah. was on no legs. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He ran right. out of gas. So yeah. everybody get word as you want, but I think there's 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 a lot of. I mean, what they did when they beat Purdue at Purdue, and then you you beat Iowa at home. I mean, right, we, you're, we were you're, positioned. To win the Big I give Ten you West, that. you're focusing on the positives. A lot of fans out there focusing on the negative. Sure, there's something in the well, middle there. Listen, yeah. we're result driven. What have you yeah. done for me lately? And what what happened lately? We lost to Minnesota, so of course. And then the, and the, the sky four was is, was 500. So I think yeah, but that but we already you already wait a minute. You, you already chalked that up to the pandemic. No, I that said I said fair. I don't care about how many wins they had. Being 500 is other teams played in the pandemic were not 500. Like I mean, it was still. a... I don't care about how many wins they had. If they played four games and they finished five hundred, right. whatever. That goes back. It, it, Jack Cohen was a quarterback. There wouldn't have, we don't have these issues again. I'm with you on all this. I, I think the I know the fine. results. The results don't. You know, and that's what I said to myself. Year. I said, "Tark, listen, shut up, <laughs> Tark. You just shut up because you know what? The, this is the results are speak for themselves. And what have you done for me lately? And if you can't get the quarterback right, then then we don't." What are we getting dressed up for here? It's an important year upcoming for the Badger program. Yeah. I mean, I don't think anyone's getting fired, but it is an important Look, year. I, so, I think they, they need to bring a guy in. I agree with a, you. They, well, I, and I say a, a, a quarterback. They need a quarterback to compete with Mertz unless they have they need one. to bring up. someone else on the staff to help this offense. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I look, we said before, it's hard to be head coach, quarterback, and offense coordinator. All three. That's That's a difficult challenge. I think you got you got to evaluate that. Um, but as far as quarterback goes, and here's the deal: like this world's crazy, right? That you, you bring another quarterback in, and then Mertz feels offended, right? Yep. Can he can he be resilient? Can he compete a little bit? Like we're just saying, hey, you're the guy, but we're gonna bring a guy in just in case you're not the guy. Well, even if you are like you, you're the guy that could get hurt. They need here's what I was getting at. They need a transfer portal in my perfect world, quarterback, wide receiver, and running back. In my perfect world. 
Yeah. I, well, when's I, Garendo coming back? He, he hurt himself late in the year. Well, he might be back. Malusia hurt himself late in the year. They'll be fine. But I'm. But it could be. And I know there's a there's a freshman I like the actor ki- from Verona. I, I like the guy that I like the guy that was from Romney Falls. He came in and played. He, I like him too. His issue, I believe, was just learning how to the tempo and learning the game and and Hope. being serious about your, his commitment. I think the guy's coming on. I hope so. I, I don't. I'm just saying I've got to have too many running backs and not enough. Yeah. yeah. I they, take I take I, one of each one of those positions. I think that you need. You know, I don't know who's going to play tight end either, but true. Um, I think they need a quarterback. Yes. And Mertz, he, he has the the basics. He needs to step it up and whatever, get over any yips he's got and be be the guy. Otherwise, bring another guy in, compete. This is Ben Metro Kia's Monday Night Drive, presented by Coors Light, 100.5 ESPN, ESPN app, and Wisconsin on the man.